everybody, welcome to another episode of the Conversation of Our Generation where we are solving the problems of today with the wisdom of the past. And my name is Nick Jamel, the creator and the host of the podcast, and I'm excited to talk to you today and review the book Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard because I think it is a very important read for us to look into, and I think it was a very enjoyable read for me as well. I, I really got a lot out of it, I think, and... It really changed the way I look at government and everything related to it. And so I think that it will do the same for you. So I'm excited to talk about that. And I think it's an important thing as well to understand the basis of different ideologies. I think it's important to read Solinsky's Rules for Radicals because that is the foundation of the modern Democrat Party in a lot of ways. It's how they operate. It's important, I think, to read... Uh, who would be big, you know, your Glenn Becks, your Rush Limbaugh's, those people who are leading the way that conservatives think today, and even going back to Bill Buckley and all of that as well. I think that those are the people who kind of, you, you can read the old philosophers and understand where things come from, but to read the people in the last hundred years who have really changed the way the modern political parties think, I think is important. And so that's what we're going to look at today is a person who did that for the libertarians as well. And so before I dive too far, I want to remind you just to find me on conversationforgeneration.com. You can go there, go to the podcast tab, and you can subscribe to the podcast there. And while you're listening to the podcast, subscribing, everything, definitely leave a good rating and review. That helps me out, helps others find the conversation for our generation and helps grow the audience so that more and more people can get brought in and get more conversations going like we have had on social media and everything. I've had a couple other people reach out and we're scheduling and I've reached out to other people that I found through uh, the conversation of our generation and we I have a few interviews that I'm scheduling over the next couple weeks so definitely exciting stuff happening there. So spread the word and get this out to more people so we can bring more people into the conversation of our generation. And definitely follow at twi- or on Twitter at Conovargen and Facebook.com slash Conversation for Our Generation to keep up with the latest of what's going on so that you don't miss any episodes or anything there. And <clears throat> let's dive in then to the quote of the week. And so this one is from Murray Rothbard and he says, It is in war that the state really comes into its own, swelling in power and number in pride, in absolute dominion over the economy and society, and this society. <clears throat> and this is the kind of quotes that you get from him all throughout the anatomy of the state. I don't know if that's where this actually comes from, but it very well could be. <laughs> and I like it just because it's succinct and he brings a lot out. And then what he does with this is he doesn't just leave these broad sweeping statements like this there, he backs them up. He shows what happens when governments do things. And that's what I enjoy is that there's a lot of people who make these broad assertions like what he's done here, where they can say that the government loves when tragedies happen so they can spread their power and take over more and more. And then don't back it up. Now, you could obviously point to times where that's happened and go on, but a lot of people just 
hear the talking point and throw it out there or have this idea of, yep, government does this when X and doesn't have the evidence to show that those two things are connected or correlated or have some causality there. But I think that Rothbard does show very well throughout his work those connections and he does bring those to light. And so that's what I really like. And I do think that obviously war is where the state comes into its own. It's, it is the point where they're, where we give the government, where we give the state so much power over our everyday lives. I mean, and they do that even when it's not an actual war, when it's a war on drugs, when it's a war on poverty, when it's a war on the coronavirus, they can, announce that something's a war and all of a sudden we say, throw our hands up and say, yep, take our liberties away and that's fine. And so it's not only a succinct quote, I think it's accurate. And I know that if you look at it in context of where he wrote it or whatever speech he was giving, you would find more supporting evidence as well. And that's what I really like about Rothbard and what he does. And so <clears throat> Let's go ahead and dive in because I think that the anatomy of the state is a great look into how the modern state operates. It's a guide to understanding how the idea of government has really largely been perverted and this modern apparatus that we call the state just doesn't really fit with the founding fathers and what they understood a government to be and what really people who love liberty imagine a government to be. Our modern states are very, very different than what we had 250 years ago. And that's largely due to the influence of Marxist thought, of other ideologies that have come along since then. But nonetheless, they have infiltrated our system and changed it in a lot of ways. And so this book, the thing I like, and I think I've said this so many times on different books, is that it is quick and easy to read. This one, though, is really more of a pamphlet than a, a book. It's, I feel like the one I read was like 100 pages or less. And, and so that's what I like is it was a quick read. It's a very approachable read. And even though it's a very dense topic, right, you can dive in a lot further because there are plenty of footnotes. There's plenty of things to go in and say, okay, where are we getting these ideas from? But if you just want to read it at the service level, you can and get the broad strokes and, and just enjoy learning more about these ideas. Because the other thing, like I mentioned, is this is a very foundational book for modern libertarianism. And so if you want to converse with libertarians on their ideas, I think that reading Rothbard, reading Mises, these are people who you can read to understand where that person's coming from. Even if you don't agree with it, it's important to, I think, understand other people's intellectual backgrounds, where they're drawing their ideas from, so that you can engage with their ideas in a real meaningful way, not at a level of partisan or, I guess, the sort of outcome-driven things. Like, we're, you're not diving into the ideas, into the heart of what someone is saying. You're just talking about, oh, 
you just want everyone to be able to smoke weed. Well, that's not the principle that's at play there. Or, oh, you just want to throw kids in cages. Well, that's not the principle at play with immigration. That Those ideas, those things that you get between libertarians, Democrats, and Republicans where it's just the, oh, you just want to do this. It's like, no, that's not the root of it. There are deeper underlying philosophical ideas and beliefs that I think you have to bring out. Just like we talked about in the episode this Tuesday, there's underlying beliefs that are personal beliefs that then get enacted in the political realm. And this is, I think, something that we have to recognize. And I think that understanding the libertarian point of view would help people out and being able to engage with them because they're very generally well-read on these ideas. And so getting at least a cursory look at it would be good. And that's what this book is. And the other thing is, Murray Rothbard, like I mentioned, is a hugely important author for libertarians. He's really one of the major foundations of that line of thought. And if you want to understand them, this is a good way to do it. And especially with economics, he's a very big, uh, I guess, I guess you could say he's a pillar of their economic ideas as well, coming from the Austrian school of economics. And so for me, he makes a very convincing argument for his economic theory, and I don't think you can really refute it very easily. Now, you can talk about, I think, his political philosophy and go back and forth there, but I think that the economics plays out pretty well. And so definitely check him out on that as well. The episode I did, I believe it was episode 105, you should check that one out because it dives into some of his ideas on the government and how it interacts with our money and is messing up our money. And so that is definitely one to look into, I think. But we just have to, I think, understand the, the figures who brought us here, and he is one of those. And so hopefully by checking this book out, by reading it, taking a little time to do it, you can also come to understand a little bit more about maybe someone, maybe if you kind of lean this way in the libertarian direction, you understand more of why that's the case. You know, you might have better arguments. If you don't, then you at least understand someone else's point of view a little bit better. And I think that that's good. I think that that's what we need. So in a world where we're arguing in 240 characters or whatever it is, 280 characters, I think it's good to dive into a 100-page book about someone else's point of view in order to understand them better. So if you're interested in doing that, definitely go to the show notes, buy the book through me. That helps me out. That helps just get a little bit of money back to put towards the hosting, the website, all of that stuff. And I thank you for doing that. If you do, go to conversationforgeneration.com slash podcast to find everywhere you can subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at conofargen and facebook.com slash conversationforgeneration. Or go to Parlor and Minds. I'm trying to remember to post there more if you're on those places. Uh, definitely follow me there and check it out. It's just at Conversation for Our Generation, both of those places. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Conversation for Our Generation. Let's get the dialogue going. I'll talk to you next week.